What's up? Welcome back to the show. You're looking to buy a brand new home. Lots of questions. I got two guests on the show who will answer all your questions through Mila, of course. Let's go. What is up, everybody? How are you guys doing? Uh, we are probably going to another lockdown, maybe not, but you know, at least I have two friends here with me who are going to be stuck with me if we ever do get into a lockdown. It's okay. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, we can sit here and talk all night. <laughs> <laughs> that's we got Sean back on the show. Welcome back, Sean. Sean's, what's uh, up? What's up, guys? Good Sean's, to be back. Uh, Sean's a YouTuber. Uh, he does a uh, property. Right? Related, yeah. Uh, properly, uh, properly, pula. property related videos, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he does reviews. He basically gives you advice on what things to buy, what houses to buy. He basically, he basically, we I go weekend shopping at the supermarket to buy biscuits for my daughter. Sean goes weekend shopping for houses. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at me. don't don't. <laughs> I can't yeah. try to be humble. He just said that. Yeah, you know, last week I just bought two more. You know, yes, like nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and also on the show, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, from Massing, we have Game. Welcome on the show. What's up? Hi, big fan of Genie. Uh, Ever since those ten years ago, I think. See, he's, he's a big fan, big fan of big fan of me, but he. Cannot pronounce my name right. My name is Jin. Don't call me Jinny. Oh, sorry, bro. I don't grant wishes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can call me Jin. But uh, Gim, thank you so much. Gim is actually from Ma Singh. Yeah. And uh, today's show is actually brought to you by Ma Singh. I just want to tell you that Ma Singh Group is now offering you a last chance to own a home with payment free up to four years. Okay, this ca- campaign ends on the 31st of May. Payment free of up to four years. Yep, it's super. Right. Why not payment free up to 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you know, actually, the, the one thing why we, we introduced this scheme, right? Because Maybank actually introduced a scheme called House Key. Uh-huh. So, the good thing is that let's say if you're currently renting a house, we'd want you to have the added burden of paying for rent and then paying for the installment of the house. So, we come up with this payment free after four years because the projects that we currently have will be ready in up to two years to four years. You will get your house. So, the moment you get your house, obviously, you need to pay your installment ready. Like, I love yeah. his PR answer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when I ask why not, why, why right not 30 years? Spot? To, Wait, oh. He's, he, he, <laughs> He literally rehearsed that last night, probably like 50 times in front of the mirror. But Gim, thank you so much for being on the show today. No and and thank you so much, Masi, for sponsoring the show. But I think like, you know, when we were having this conversation uh, with my team and stuff like that, I think a common question that a lot of people would tend to ask these days is, hey, now I know I want to buy a house. I know I'm going to get married. I know I obviously need a roof on top of my head, uh, be it an apartment or, a, or a, a landed property. But like, given the current situations of what we're going through right now, mm. I mean, like, is it the right time to buy a house? Because you know, there are some people who are actually saying, hey, you know what, just don't buy a house, like, just rent. You know mm. why? Because now the rental market is plummeting. You can get like a really great house for a really cheap price. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I myself would uh, <clears throat> attest to that because I'm trying to rent my place out and everybody's coming to lowball me and say, can la, five bucks, can la, say, go die. <laughs> yeah, but how, how is it, how's the market? I mean, like, do you get this question, Sean? Like, do you, is it better to rent or buy? Um, all the time. <laughs> all the time, rent or buy, buy. Yeah, yeah. So, but to me, um, I always go for, the, okay, the first misconception is people think that they must live in a place that they buy, they right. own which is very wrong. So, and that often the time becomes the best excuse not to invest. 
Mm, okay. Because, okay. Because again, just revision back to the previous episode. The first epi- the first mistake is to buy your dream home as your first home. Oh yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so it, then, then <laughs> if your dream home is that level, right, you can never achieve at your current state. Then unless of course you're a crazy rich Asian, then it's no problem. Uh, that one pharma foundation. <laughs> <laughs> if but, you invented the vaccine for COVID nineteen, yeah, you can like you can buy the whole of Masing. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but then un- unfortunately that becomes a very convenient excuse for youngsters to not invest at all. Okay. And then that leads to them missing out on whatever because all these right are headlines. But who has the real stats, right? So based on whatever we have in the office, mm-hmm. um, KLCC, of course, like tourism-based, Airbnb-based locations all unfortunately affected. Right. But then for those address that are more homey, more residential focus, we don't see any great effect because people still need to stay anyway. Right, right. Uh, and MCO, right? The concept of home suddenly becomes way more emphasized. Oh, yeah, because people spend more time at home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, yeah. I don't know how many times you guys have been out, but for me, I, can, I can't even count because, you know, I've not been out, okay? I've basically been stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we've not been doing a lot of these podcast shows because like uh, it's really tough to get people to come in the studios. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you, look, man, I myself have had some scares, you know, some people have tested positive and then, you know, first contact, secondhand contact and stuff like that. But going back to the whole part of like buying a house, I feel like, you know... Um, uh, okay, rewind when I bought my first house like six or seven years ago. Uh, and I bought it and I didn't have to pay for anything until like uh, like it, until it's completed. Mm. But now, I, I just recently, like three years ago, I bought a house. Then after that, I had to service the interest. Yep. Yep. Then straight away when they did that, I was like, huh? Why must I pay when the house is not completed? And then the bank will be like, actually, it's, uh, it's like that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, it was something they call a DIBS, dibs. Mm. So mm. yeah, I got dibs last time, but now no dibs. <laughs> <laughs> just, just curious. Uh, was your first house your dream home? Was no. Dream uh, actually, you know what? Um, funnily enough, when 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 you asked that question, my first home was as good as it gets. Yeah. Like the fact that I could afford to get a home, uh, was already a big thing for me because like I don't come from a wealthy background. Uh, although people like to assume that I do, uh, whatever I post online and stuff, it's all fake, by the way. We do it just for likes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when I first got my home, I couldn't even get my loan approved. Uh, my, my loan got rejected. So I had to basically ask my girlfriend back then to join venture with me to get my loan approved. And that's why I was forced to marry her. I see. <laughs> I no, just yeah. I'm, I love her. Yeah, <laughs> you're a dad now, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a dad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they had she, nah, nah. yeah. I mean, but both of me and my me and my wife back then, uh, we wanted to get the place, and then um, my wife was earning more than me. But the thing was, both of us could not get a loan <laughs> individually. You know, it's like okay, I can I get a loan? Am I? She get a loan? Then she can get a loan. So both of us had to basically like you know like uh, joint venture, joint venture to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, to get this house. And I think like when we when when that happened, obviously that house, even though it's not the dream house that people kind of watch online. It is our dream house because, you know, we get to finally own a house. We get to renovate it. I think like I threw about like what, 80,000 and 90,000 to, to renovate and interior design the house. And, uh, you know, we lived there for about five. We lived it about six years, actually. Then we got a kid. And then I think like, you know, a business picked up a bit. And then I realized, hey, I kind of want to buy another place. So I moved to a bigger place. So, yeah. And the, the place that I'm living in right now is, I will again call it kind of like my dream home because it is as good as it gets. Yep. 
I see. Okay. Yeah. Then after you move in already, you watch YouTube, you see all this interior design architecture and firm, and then all this Thailand lah, don't know what lot, land, land lot, land lot, whatever. Like, oh, uh, you know, the, the, the inspiration to this uh, world is to the sea that comes in from the west and the air that goes into the backyard and whatever not. It's New Zealand and I'm like, oh, I want that house. Mm. But you know, that's just a dream. You know what I mean? So like, I am contented with whatever I have right now. But of course, you know, the first time getting a house, that was tough, dude. I I... After signing the papers, it's straight away in my mind, like, shit lah, every month I have to put 3,500 ringgit. And no, it's not treat, not have to put 3,500 ringgit aside. I was telling myself, I had to go out and find 3,500 to pay my monthly installment mm. before I could worry about other things like partying and what like that. So it was pretty stressful at that point in time. Yep. So, so the, that whole concept, right? Like dream home. And most of the time when people... Like especially couples, <laughs> they walk into galleries, right? Yeah. And they look into the sales gallery, then they, oh, got sold. Mm-hmm. And they buy a house that they need to join name. In other words, it means you cannot afford. Yeah. Right. It means in other words. So just imagine, right? Like let's say one party of the relationship needs to work 30 days mm-hmm. entirely just to pay for the installment. If they have a new manager, they got <laughs> new colleagues that hate them uh, or hobbies. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. be a slave to the job already. But, yeah. mm, but then if you, so I always encourage people to invest, buy a house that can be an investment. Mm-hmm. If you have the privilege of staying with your family, especially for PJ boys or Subang boys like us. So we get a home, then we don't need to really pay for installment or rental. Then we can buy something for investment. Right. Yeah. So that will put us up in a better state because regardless where you go or how flexible your work is, right, the investment will start accumulating wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you put your money into a dream home, guess what? Unfortunately, right, like now I'm always in the auction place. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So a lot so-called dream homes, seven years down the road, right, they lose money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's why, why, why? Because dream homes are usually like big landed away because the Nasi Lemak properties for Malaysian is still terrace house. Right. And uh, we know CBD terrace houses at least 1.2 to 1.7 million, at least. Now suburbs is already that price. Mm-hmm. Then they go further. <laughs> but suddenly when they think, like, okay, it's okay, it's my dream house, everything is nice, but the distance to work. Right, okay. Uh, and one day they just realize that they spend three, four hours just for traffic. Right. You know what? <laughs> then okay, let let's call it out. Let's call it quit. And when you put that, that is your dream home, not necessarily every other people's one. Okay, I see. Uh, so so there's no demand for such property. Hence, the rental will be very low. Mm-hmm. So when you rent out your dream home to people, you worry they damage your house. Yep. <laughs> then you want to sell, but then you still lose money. Oh. Unfortunately, then they become stuck. I see. Yeah. Wow. That that sucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so from a financial point of view, like then we can see a lot of like uh, luxury homes like semi-dees or corner lots and uh, terrace houses in places like Kajang. And uh, those, if you calculate versus their installment, like for a 2 million semi-D, I need to pay maybe 8,000 per month. Yep, yep. But the rental is like 2 eight. Oh, that's, yeah. That's so those are the houses that you should rent. Yeah. 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 So you should rent. Wow. So and that means you can rent, you can rent a really decent looking house, but further away, obviously. Oh, uh, not really. Oh, really? Not really. Uh, and because a lot of people, if you can afford those kind of houses, right? Yep. You won't really <laughs> rent out. Hence yeah. it's, yeah. And with such profiles, right? Like I have 
investors with like 15, 20 different properties. Wow. They are still renting the place they stay. Okay. Why? Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. That's, that's interesting. Yep. So a rule that I apply to my own investment is that if I were to buy a home, the guide um, would be the rental price can at least cover 70 to 80% of the installment. Ah, uh, but a lot of people always tend to always want to cover like 100% of the installment and a little bit more Correct. to make money, right? But that's the dream goal, obviously. But then that, that rarely, does that actually happen? Does that commonly happen or is or it's very rare? Um, that commonly happens in investment-focused projects. Mm. For example, the project that is connected to the mall, connected to the train station, yep. full of action and hustle, bustle, a lot of connectivity, a lot of people, you don't want to leave that one. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if you know, if you were to live there, it's like gone, gone case, like, there's, no, there's no peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah. so those are the places with uh, very high rental demand. Hence, uh, I always look at rental rates because that's the, temper- that's the best indicator for demand for space. I got no choice. I got sent to KL to work. Hence, I need to rent the most, the location that's most convenient. Right. Not necessarily a very comfortable place. You're right. Yeah. Right. So that's why rental is always with convenience, not okay. with, not with like dream. Yeah, it's not about the design. It's about the convenience. You know, you can buy a really old looking house that looks like rundown, but it's right next to KLCC. Two million a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like four or five thousand a month and stuff like that. Okay. Mm. I, okay. So quite recently, I just want to sidetrack a bit. Um, you know, there was some news uh, in 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 uh, on Twitter, uh, talking about how you know they wanted to basically stretch your home uh, loan yeah. to like sixty years. Yeah. Okay. What is your thought? What are your thoughts about it? I just wrote a post about it. Mm-hmm. Two ways to look at it. Yeah. One, it's the what, why the urgency of ownership. Right. Like when you just just accept the fact that you cannot own. Okay. And and for me, um, instead of building more affordable homes, why not just go back to basics like the low cost, the medium cost, mm-hmm. what's wrong with those? Okay. And, and because I personally, although I'm a capitalist myself, like I invest a lot of properties, but then I choose to be a responsible one. Right. So, so, so just before we go on to this, you know, I just want to just uh, recap a little bit. So, you know, just in case if you're listening, you're not wondering what's going on. I think uh, there was a, a very high profile uh, person who basically said, uh, introduced the plan where it allowed more affordable housing uh, yep. by basically stretching out your, your, your home loans to like 60 years. Yep. So at least your monthly repayment is a lot lower. So that's just the gist of it. Obviously, there's a lot more context to yep. it, but this is just the surface of it. Mm. So yeah, go on. So, after introducing 60 years, right, to me, my very first concern is just like three years ago when we had the all the Prima, Ruma, Slang, Oku, Ruma, Weep, or whatsoever, right? Yes. The, the plan is good, a very populous uh, approach, right? But then the enforcement kind of lets people down. Right. So instead of- The enforcement like, with regards to what? The 60 years? The location no, the, of the, the, the right people to the right, right house, right? Absolutely. Yeah. The, sorry, sorry, can you repeat that again? So, yeah. so, okay, these are for people who cannot afford to have a home. Got it, got it, okay. But then who are actually buying mm-hmm. are other investors. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't go to the right market that they are targeting. That's the problem. So basically yeah. they want, they are basically uh, say, oh, now people who cannot afford to buy a home, we're making it easier for you to, to mm. afford a home, but- you got to stretch your loan to the 60 years. Okay, I, mm-hmm. I get it. So so like people who can afford 1 million one, they will not only buy my 1 million property, man, they will still go and buy the 300,000 property. Man. Yeah, they right. will. <laughs> and, and, and to me, when I hear this, right, if I get a chance to really like get one of those, imagine 60 years loan, right? My margin with all the difference. My rental is going to be market rate. Yep. 
but the loan amount is going to be 60 years. Eh. Mm. Your positive cash flow is very good. Eh? Yeah. And unfortunately, then that becomes like a conversation for investors to Jump. ball again on the people who on the less fortunate. Right. Right, right. Yeah. So, so basically, the, wait, wait, wait. This, this, this plan or whatever is only open to a certain type of people, or anyone can actually. I get think it. it will be for certain type of people. I see, I see. Okay. But certain, certain, uh, certain income class, uh, yeah, as yeah. you said. Okay, cool, cool. But then it's always on the books. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, encountered like emails saying that for affordable houses, you need to pay, uh, bookings. Right. Like these are the people that don't have money to buy a house within. Mm-hmm. Now I need to pay certain amount just to reserve. I see. So, so what you're saying is you're kind of disagreeing that, you know, people who cannot afford housing should be forced into really trying to buy a house when they cannot afford. La. When for these people who cannot afford to buy housing, you would probably encourage them to rent, right? Yeah. Or, or to should we go for those like the back to basics, uh, low cost, medium cost. Because those are not free market products. You can't just walk in and go and buy a low cost. Right. You will go through very stringent processes. But then for this kind of affordable one, it's like in between. Mm-hmm. It's like in between free market, in between very strict regulations. Then like you, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now then we go to the whole, okay, now, now, we, we, now we're talking about renting. Now what about a buying, buyer's market? You know, people mm-hmm. say now, right now it's a good time to buy market. You know why? Because COVID has basically made the whole entire property market crash down right now. Buy, 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 buy. And then mm-hmm. confirm go up one. Because that's the narrative that's been going around mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> by a lot of property property salespeople. They'd be like, sir, sir, would you like to buy property? Now good time to buy. You know, this one, drop ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, you buy now, uh, confirm make money one. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. And they keep quiet. <laughs> I think one of the big market now, especially right, are people who are actually currently renting. Yeah. So you think about it. If I if I'm renting, I'm paying seven hundred for a room, right? Yeah. Let's say my girlfriend or wife or my sibling is also renting seven hundred a room. Mm. After four years, you basically get nothing. Right. So the thing is that if let's say you guys combine the income and you buy a property, right, you're paying thousand three a month. After three to four years, right, I assume uh, most likely at least you have a savings. So back to what Sean mentioned, right, it's more of a saving and more of a discipline rather than you keep paying rental and after four months you end up with nothing. Yeah. Mm. So at the very least, if you work hard, right, you have you you move to a house first and then after five years you get promoted your job. You want to buy a, a dream house? Go go ahead. But your first house that you own, right, definitely is still at least uh, it's a savings for you. So yeah. That's how you look at it. I kind of feel like you know if you're gonna pay more than a thousand bucks to go and rent some place, right, you should actually start. To consider to buy a home already, lah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, if you pay like 800, 500, like yeah, okay, cool. It's it's, it's not a it's it cannot. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to downplay it and say that five hundred is not a lot of money. It mm. is still a lot of money to some people, but if you can afford to pay a thousand for a nice place to rent a nice place, you should actually be converting your mindset to say, hey, that one thousand can actually service a loan that gets you your own place. Yeah, correct. Is that the correct mindset to think about it? So. Just some back to your statement where you cannot find properties where the rental is higher than installment. Yeah. That is exactly why this is happening, which is like, if I were to pay an installment that, if I were to pay a rental that is higher than an installment, why don't I just buy? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. That's why for residential focus areas, right, you will very rarely come across projects with positive cash flow where your installment is higher than is lower than your rental. Yeah, but everybody is having that mindset. It's like, oh, the minute I buy this house or investment, uh, straight away, I want it to get me rental higher than my my installment. My, my installment. Yeah. And, and because everybody is thinking the same thing, yeah, it's so competitive. But like my own my own apartment, right? Mm. Like the other guy, like uh, everybody, like I was like trying to rent my place out for like three thousand or something mm. like that, right? And then same 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 uh, size. 
same whatever but like my house but my house is nicer lah okay I like to take pride <laughs> in my interior design um, some people were actually so I want to rent my place out for 3,000 bucks okay then the one below, below me 2,002 I'm like what lah 800 bucks less mm. but it's empty lah mm. You know what I mean? Then obviously people will go for the 2002 one. They said, no man, I'll just like, you know, I'll just furnish it with what I need. I don't yep. need, I, you know, they'll be like, no, no, I don't, I don't, I know your house is nice, but I don't quite need the design. Mm-hmm. I need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. It's, the ne- it's the need, it's the necessity of what they're paying for right now. Yep. It's the yep. need rather than the luxury of it. Mm. So if you want to pay for luxury, you'd rather buy your own house, right? Correct. Mm. Um. <laughs> very, very different approach. Again. Yeah, because everybody has a very different mindset. Yes, yes, yes. Like to me, if I'm back to 25 again, yep. I will buy investment products. Then I would rent a place that is way beyond the rental that I'm paying. Let's say if I were to pay 1,005, right? The installment gotta be way more than 1,005 <laughs> for me to rent the place. Yeah. Yeah, because like a lot of people, why they rent? Because they need to be there temporarily, like three to five years. So it doesn't make sense for them to own the place. Yeah. That's why they are willing to pay a rental that's so much higher than installment. So these are places where Monkara, KL Central, KLCC, Bangsa South, and etc. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. those commercial focus area because by job design, I need to be there. Okay, all right. Yeah. So when you like, but I truly agree. Also, like if the 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 worst thing is like, I having I keep having this excuse like, hey, my dream home too expensive. I cannot afford. So I spend on shoes first. <laughs> yep. That's, that's a good sure. Sure. So they are constantly bombarded with all these kind of needs and wants, so-called. Uh. Marketing. Yeah. So they just got like, I'm losing up if I don't change my wash, if I'm, I'm losing up if I don't change my this, my that, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, people who start with something at least, right? So the, the stats also show that people will, who buy a house, right? They, there's this concept called forced saving. Right. Uh, so at forced least, saving yeah. yeah because come to think of it when the bank asks you for 1005 every month without you'll fail you'll find a way to, to find it yeah. yeah you will make sure that you can pay but when you come out 1005 and uh, to, to allocate it to another account it's so difficult right so, so that's the discipline that we talk about so my whole concept is if you don't want to own a place mm-hmm. fine don't take that as an excuse to not invest your money right Maybe be crypto, stock market, whatsoever. Lah. Crypto, huh? Uh. Yeah, it's a trend now, huh? Yeah, so, but at least you do something with your money. Right. If not, you just like another good meal, another then habis. Lah. Yeah, understand. Mm. So, but now, okay, here's the trend. I, okay, with whatever uh, whatever social media that everybody has these days, right? A lot of people want to buy houses, but when they want to buy houses, right? A lot of people, the okay, urban market, like, I won't say everyone. Mm. A lot of people tend to want to, I want to buy a place that's luxurious. I want to buy a place that's nice, got nice amenities and everything. Um, I like, are they, okay, so the, correct me if I'm, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are, still, there are some developers that are coming out with the whole concept of like, hey, buy luxury, but for, with an affordable price. Mm. Marsing is one of them. Yep, you're definitely one of them. <laughs> yes, better <laughs> explain. Okay, so there's certain things that actually, let's say if you are building a high rise, right? Yeah. There's certain things that you want, especially a lifestyle. Especially yeah. with the COVID, you would like, like to work from home and you think about building a co-working space, right? It's actually not that expensive because now you have sharing with a lot of different other people. Yeah. Right? So you have these luxury things like a KTV room, swimming pool. KTV room. room. Yeah. Co-working space. Yeah. Even yoga, then and things like that. In a certain way, when you are building a high rise, and you add this little cost, right? It's actually not expensive, but it's something that I'm willing to pay. For example, if I'm paying thousand one a month, yeah, would I mind paying thousand one and fifty uh, 
for a place that has KTV room, co-working space, mm-hmm. commune kitchen, things like that. I think I would. Oh, you guys, so you guys are building a, a, a place that has all these? Most of our projects have actually. Oh, really? Yeah, so most of our projects like MR Risa, right? It's uh, very affordable. So if you're taking the house key, right? A two-bedder would just cost you around 1,003 monthly. Okay. 1,002 monthly. And you have co-working space. You have KTV, you have swimming pool, and even the gym, the kind of things that we provide. So these are the lifestyle we feel like the youngsters are actually willing to pay a little bit more, just a little bit more to enjoy this. For convenience. Yeah. Especially right. since MCO, right? You know, yep. you spend the most time at home. Oh, so now you're thinking, do I am I willing to spend ten more percent for the kind of comfort? Actually, the answer is yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you own the place anyway. So okay, so this place that you're talking about, what's it called? Okay, M Arisa is one of them. M Marisa. Yep. Okay, so wait, you you have a co-working space. How does that work? So the, uh, what happens is that let's say um, the co-working space even has meeting rooms, even yeah. has a conference uh, where you can do a TV conference and all that. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're staying at the apartment, right? So basically entry to it is free. Oh, really? Yeah, it's free. So for KTV room, it's also the same, but it's part of the maintenance. So you just uh, book. Uh, if you're the first one to book the place, then then you get the KTV, KTV is like room. karaoke room, yeah, right? Right. Kalai. So especially yeah. nowadays, especially even live near the city, right? KL yeah. City your space are normally not that big. If okay. you want to host a big party and you don't want to go out, you can do it at all these uh, you know, uh, shed areas like the KTV. We don't have a banquet hall, right? Where you can organize your 21-year-old party you know, for your kids and whatsoever. So the good thing is that it's not within your own house. You can still live in a very comfortable place, but if you need all these amenities to enjoy a little bit more, you have it right down at your doorstep. That's the sales pitch, guys. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the sales pitch. No, I just found it very interesting how you incorporated a co-working space into a... A condo. So, a condo. Uh, just, you just how many people? How many people? How many people can it accommodate? Actually, it's quite big. It's relatively big. So you think about it. All these uh, we call it dead space or common areas, right? Uh-huh. Uh In the condominium, especially let's say you have a swimming pool, you know, you have a you have a gym, and then there's this dead space. You can actually convert it. So in Masing, we think about how do we reinvent spaces. That's one of our motto. Mm-hmm. So all these dead spaces, can we transform it to something that people really like? So you notice that nowadays people like let's say Sean, right? His work is very flexible. He works from home. He needs a studio. He don't really need to go to office space. So at least we incorporate that inside your own home. So if you're a mom, you're a freelancer, mm-hmm. but you still need this office space uh, and your home is too small, you can just go right down to level three or level four. Oh. It's a common shared uh, co-working space for you to use. Is it open to public or only no, for residences? No, it's only for residents. Oh, wow. So, so, so basically, okay, so in, in a, okay, technically in a way, you're already marketing that whole building to people who are freelancers and business owners. La. True. That, yeah, that, that, so that, don't, don't yeah. you think that kind of like... Uh, uh, like you know limits your, your sales in a sense or uh, not really because uh, for example if you are forced to work from home mm-hmm. let's say we are all forced to work from home and something you still want to have the video conference right and, you know you, you've seen all these uh, funny videos right where people having video conference and the kid come in pull them they are in the underwear things like that <laughs> but you still need a professional space to conduct your meetings right you can go just just downstairs and then have a very corporate uh, meetings with the TV screen and what, what not la. oh yeah Interesting. Are but, they, yeah. yeah. So go ahead. So so like these are for people like because the living space for condos right now are smaller and smaller. Yeah. Right. So we go like seven twenty square feet, <laughs> eight fifty yeah, square feet. Yeah. You know some. You know sometimes when I see these houses, right, the way they they the way they advertise. All right, buy a luxurious place for you know from three hundred thousand onwards. I'm like, wow, two hundred square feet. Cheap. Wow, it's like, what <laughs> no, the la, hell? No, not, yeah. not 200, la, 200 is smaller than a hotel room. <laughs> a hotel room is at least 280. But okay. anyway, but then like, the as the rooms are smaller, so now because of the sharing economy, right? so like now, okay, common areas needs to be shared. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't need a huge dining hall all the time. Okay. So that's why like, um, because like the design for those kind of facility decks, right, are compliance space. 
So it's a requirement by the government mm-hmm. for all developers to fulfill. But then these revisions of uh, spaces are dated. Okay. <laughs> Don't know last time. So, but ever since MCO, so like new developers like them, then they reinvent certain things. Like last time it's called... Uh, uh, shit, don't know. It's just a space mm-hmm. because what dictates the function of the space are the furnitures inside. Right. So just by changing furnitures, uh-huh. then it be- then it becomes an appeal to a different, a whole different crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's mm. very interesting. So is that the trend now? Developers building like you know co-working spaces, you know more amenities. Because I let I see you know they throw like some some developers like I throw a basketball court, I throw a badminton court, got gym like got KTV, that TV, mm. MTV, whatever not, and now a co-working space. Mm. Is th- that is that your company's vision? I think it's because uh, you know nowadays expectations are also very high from the purchaser. Yeah. So when the purchaser they move in with a family, right? They also think about okay, if I cannot keep bringing my family to a park, what facilities within the, the condo itself. Uh, can I bring my children to play and whatsoever? Mm-hmm. So you realize that, you know, uh, especially families who are buying, they love it when uh, just below my house, I can bring my children to play basketball. I can bring them to play futsal. I can bring them to play pool. So when they kind of imagine the kind of life they can have in that in their apartment, right? Actually, it's very attractive for them. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. There's okay. The expectation as well uh, that they actually want this so that uh, within their own house, they can, you know, they can actually have this social time with their kids. Especially, you know, KL, right, with the jam or sometimes, let's say I work until very late at nine o'clock. I don't have the energy to go home, change and bring my kids out. Okay. But if within the own space, I can, you know, uh, have a, you know, outdoor cinema or, you know, have this uh, little activities I can do with my kids. I think that helps a lot in the family life. Mm, yeah. Okay. Sounds like, a, what's the place called again? M. Marisa. M. Marisa, yeah. M. Mar- where's, it, where's it located? Okay, so it's located in Sento. It's just five kilometers from KL Center. Yeah, about like 500 from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, Sento. And, and with the center. kind of pricing, right, that it's really affordable. So How much? About, how much? From so what? A two-beta will, will cost you around 380000 to 400000 In KL? Is that, good, is that a good price in KL? Yep. Yeah, oh. It's something that people can afford. So when we design the, the house, right, the first thing we look at is affordability. Okay. You can design the most beautiful house in the world, right? But in the end of the day, if nobody can afford, then who are you bidding yeah. for? Right. So with Marcin, you look at actually the majority of population in KL is actually 25 to 35 years old. Okay. These are the people who are really looking for their first house. Mm-hmm, and yeah. obviously when you're 25 to 35 you cannot expect them to you know all of them to have like 10,000 20,000 income right yeah. so if let's say them and, and the household income with them and their wife you know the couple is around 7,000 then 1,000 3 to 1,000 four months is a very comfortable range to actually afford this house okay yeah mm. that's interesting that's very interesting you know because a lot of people will always assume that oh to buy a comfortable house I need 2,500 and above correct mm. so I was just 1,004 so so back to so you realize it's all an ecosystem if you're selling at 1,004 right, definitely people it would be harder for them to pay a rental of two thousand five for a house yep. because they they can now own the place at thousand four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. it all is it's all all related in the ecosystem. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So, so, so uh, a tip if you were to like let's say like if you are paying already a rental of such, mm-hmm. then owning then needs to be a conversation. Yeah, it does. But then again, you know, a lot of people will always bring this whole like, but it's very far, but it's very far. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's, you know, it's affordable. Yeah, I know, but it's very far. Then after that, they'll be like, yeah, it's affordable, but it's very small. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that kind of thing. They'll always bring out all these type of questions because everybody has that sort of like, uh, you know, Malaysians, they always try to find for the best bargain. And even they find the best bargain, really like, no, yeah. not good enough. I'll find another. Then yeah. they'll bring the best bargain, go another fella. Nah, you can top this bargain or yeah. not. Yeah. So, yeah. so the, the biggest problem for purchasers you can find the best location, best uh, facilities, best suits your personality whatsoever. Lah. And the last thing that will not be the best is the price. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If such a dream home exists, right, must it be for you? 
So while looking for that house, right? Um, then I think like if like for me, right? If I were to look at that, if I were to go in at this price range, the rental rates can justify. So like off of my head, like rental in Sento, it's around that price. Okay. So if I were to rent and buy, so let's say if I were to stay in maybe the first four years, then I need to expand because uh, the <laughs> wife's also stomach okay. also expand. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the family expand, right? Then if I were to just move out to a new place, yeah. can this place be rented out? Oh, oh, okay. That's a very, actually, that's a really smart strategy. Yeah. It's like you, you first, you basically live within your means. Yep. Yep. And then obviously, you know, four years later, you're going to get a promotion. You might get a promotion. Yep, yep. You might get an increase in salary. Household mm. income is going to go averagely higher. Mm. And that's where you can kind of, once you have that conversation and then yep. move out. Actually, that's a very, another good question I want to ask, you know, when someone moves out, right, mm. should they immediately sell their house? Should, should the, the thought of selling their house come first or rent the house out come first? It depends whether you need the capital to buy your next house or not. Okay, okay. I mean, you're being very, very, very uh, safe here. <laughs> uh. But, okay. But for you, when you, buy, you live in a house, you go out, do you think of selling first or you think of renting it first? Renting out first. So that you can hold it lah. Yeah. So my entire, like today, and like 12 years in the investment journey, right? I've not sold any before. Mm. Because all of them are generating a higher rental cash flow than my installments. Wow. So when you have- So a, when would you actually sell them? The idea is not to sell them. Oh, it's just like cryptocurrency. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> imagine 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Yeah. So the, the installment amount is going to be less and less. Yeah, I got and, it. And the rental is going to be up and up. Okay. Mm. That's So when you have uh, four to uh, maybe eight different properties, yep. which constantly gives you that positive cash flow. Right. <clears throat> then the idea is to use then this cash flow to spend on things that I really like. Yeah, you're a baller, aren't you? <laughs> no, nah, no. You still retire with like 20 properties. Yeah, it's yeah, like, uh, so. yeah, you know, I'll call the next week. Hey, what's up, man? No, nothing. I like, just bought five over the weekend. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a bit less like, than last weekend, seven. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, uh, when you buy properties, right? Do you buy a ready? Okay, shoot. Uh, okay, advice to, to people listening, right? Do you buy ready made properties or uh, can you trust properties that are like, okay, this is the plan, this is the picture, this is the 3D modeling. Mm. Give us your money and then wait five years. Um, because okay here's why I asked that question a mm. lot of people will come to you they have a plan they have a drawing they have a set and everything they'll tell you buy now once this place complete confirm the value will go up 25% is that mm. true or real is that is that real or false false oh okay thank you <laughs> thank you very much because a lot of people always tend to say that it's like oh you buy now ah, the minute mm. it complete ah, it's 25% ah. that's what happened to my first property lah. I won't name the developer <laughs> Okay. It's not you, definitely. Because right, right, sure. that was their selling point. So the yeah. minute this place complete, 25% go up. I was like, really? Yeah? Mm. Wow, complete idea. I saw like on iProperty.com, my price went down by 100,000. I was like, ah, mm. oh, man. It's, I, was, I was a bit like, yeah. Yeah, there was a hub that like literally there was the same unit that I had above me. They were selling less than my unit. So yeah, that was, uh, but then again, you know, I was like, okay, I, come, I came to terms with it. You know, I'm living here. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it's great. At least I got that answer. But one of the main uh, difference between why people buy new project over the the sub right, is that sub sale you come up with ten percent down payment, right? So if you buy a five hundred thousand uh, sub sale, right, most likely you need to come up with fifty thousand of down payment, and then you need to pay your stamp duty and all that. It costs a lot of money. Okay, you right. need to pay a ten percent down payment 
Legally? Legally, yes. Oh, yep. really? Yeah. I can't just come to you like, hey, uh, yeah, cannot, cannot, cannot. you're sending your house 500,000. I give you, I pay you in full. Cannot. Give me 450. And it's not only 10. So in my channel, I always emphasize 18. 18? Yeah, 3% for stamp duty and then your legal costs. Yeah, like that. lawyer fee, bank lawyer fee, banker's fee. <laughs> but if you're buying a new property, yeah. you just pay 500 booking fee. Get your loan approved, and you know if you're taking the house keys. I love it. this guy's sales pitch. <laughs> he keeps bringing in the product. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> but the main difference is uh, between like sub sales and new projects, right? Is the certainty. Okay. So like, I may not know what the corridors look like. I right. may not know the swimming pool. How does it look like, and things like that. Yeah. So the only way to somewhat guesstimate the end product is to look into the previous project. The, that, that's under the developer lah. Yes. So yes. like track history lah. Correct, 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 correct. Okay, cool. Mm. All right. I mean, Marsing's got a, I mean, Marsing's been around since like forever. Yeah. So yeah, it's been around since forever. Like. Yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So mm. that's the track record lah. Oh, okay. So, so like for, for, for the difference between like uh, rich investors and not so <laughs> successful investors is they buy into certainty. So, if I were to go for a sub-sale currently, yeah. I would go for something that is already making money. Okay. Because there's an existing data of rental. Yeah, but wouldn't that be like super expensive then? You got to buy the futures of it. Um, then, because like, for example, like 800,000 property right now. Yeah. The rental currently like 3%, which is 2,400,000 uh, 2. per month. Yeah. If the rental can somewhat be there, yeah. I will go for it. Okay. Okay and, okay. and it's very certain that I will get that return. So this is basically sub-sale, sub-sale sub-sales properties. Benefit. Uh, okay. And why a lot of people are not doing it? Because not everyone can walk around with 18% of 800,000. Yeah, Correct. dude, it's really expensive. Correct. That's, oh, so, okay. So you notice a lot of investors, right? Actually, price is one thing, but they look at value. Okay. Mm. Like, yeah, you can see 1.6 million is, is really expensive, but what if it gives you 5% return? Mm. You know, then, then they actually you know, oh, right, yep. so there's MRT there. It's a certainty that I definitely can get 5%, they'll go for it. Yeah, but these are people who, who are cash rich. I mean, we don't, we can't, it's safe to, I mean, I don't want to assume that everybody listening has got like, you know, a lot of money in the right. right. Unless yep. you're invested in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then if you were to go on a similar approach, like for, let's say for a project that he just mentioned, right? Yeah. A safe data to look at would be the existing surrounding rental rates. Okay. Oh, Yep. So I'm going to go to Amarissa, then I have to look at your surrounding buildings yeah, and then go knock on the door. Excuse me, how much is it to no, rent this like place? Uh? Go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so if somewhat like, let's say if last if today is that 1,005, yeah. your installment is 1,003. Okay. That's a good, I, you will take it, right? So, so it's a safer approach. So it's a calculated risk. Okay, and, got and it. And it's yeah. an informed decision. Okay. Uh, don't like next time like, oh, you I cannot con. Like, no, you, yeah, you put the trigger yourself. Okay. Mm. So obviously, Marsing is promoting the Amarissa right now. Because since you've been talking about it since Marissa, yep. And then another thing is that actually, uh, most of our buyers now are actually end users. They're not really investors. So oh. I mentioned 25 to 35. And it makes a lot of sense for them because they're really paying rent at the moment. So I love that just, sales pitch. I saw mm. that. Not, another sales pitch coming in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, actually, actually, come and think of it. These end users can be potentially yeah. investors in mm. the long run. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you pay for what you can, you own what you can afford now, but there will be other people who will probably take your place in terms of renting. Yep. Five years later, maybe like I said, you get a promotion and you yeah. want a better house, your wife, you know, have more kids, you can move out, but at the very least for five years, you've been saving up for this house. Right. So pretty much you can actually rent out and then you can actually go for your, your dream home or upgrade to a better home, things like that. What's that? What's, 
what's a what's a good age to buy your dream home when you retire lah, right when you got kids everything um i think dream home changes like, yeah. like, like for yourself like yeah. when i buy a yeah when i stay in a really, I, a it's not my dream home oh uh, yo <laughs> yeah it's like that it always changes dude you probably be living in a house like a mansion like Jeff Bezos and you move right. in, hey, actually, uh, not nice lah. I want to live in space. Mm, <laughs> you yeah. know, that kind of, it always changes. No one can ever be contented. That's the problem with rich people. No, <laughs> but then like, situations will change. Like for myself, like when I have a new kid, then like a three-story house is a bad idea. Oh. Because I stay at the highest floor. That's anyway. right. So you need a five-story house. No, I need to go. <laughs> Put the kid in the fifth floor and <laughs> just leave him there. <laughs> because the kitchen is on the ground floor okay. and every day I'm making like 20 to 25 trips Upwards, downwards. It's upwards, called downwards. exercise, dude. Look, I mean, like, look at it from a different perspective. But what if, like, if there's an accident, you, you just need one accident. Oh you man. Fall, yeah. So, so like, we don't want that to happen. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a kid, so you know, I, I, I understand. Like, yeah. a freaking baby proof the whole freaking house just because yeah. I got a kid. Correct. 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 So, like, when situation change, and when situation change, then you can then upgrade yourself. Mm-hmm. Then this becomes like a, again an excuse, like, hey, I don't know where am I three five years down the road, right. so don't buy yet. Okay, okay. But if you can buy something that with uh that comes with the exit strategy. Right. So back to that plan is if I were to buy something where the rental rate can cover mm-hmm. if I want to rent out. Got it. Uh, then it makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Because, because what's gonna happen to the saving is if I don't pay the bank thousand five, right? It's gonna go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah somewhere. We don't know where, but somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> can never no. Food, yeah. holiday, and then all these luxurious things that you don't need actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah oh, man, life mm. is like that, huh? Mm. Okay, cool. Now back. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do your sales pitch again. Mm. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm gonna come back. So, uh, Marsing is having this uh, promotion that's uh, allowing people to basically own uh, a house and. I mentioned earlier on, uh, Marsing Group is now offering you a last chance to own a home with payment-free up to four years. All right. Um, can, can you care to elaborate on that in detail, actually? Yeah, this is also actually part of the our government's uh, initiative. It's called a uh, Home Ownership Campaign, where actually- uh, H-O-C. H-O-C. Oh, correct. I see that everywhere. Mm. Correct. It actually encourages Malaysians, especially if you are just coming out to work, right, to own a house. They make it yeah. easier for I you. I keep thinking that H-O-C is House of Champions because my friend Dennis Yin, he owns a he owns a gym. It's called H-O-C. Yeah. Shout out, Dennis. Yeah, so what's up, Dennis? House of Champions, free plug there. Okay, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, so actually the good thing, like what, what Sean mentioned the other time, right, is that if you want to buy a house, you need to take into account a lot of other costs. It's right. not just your down payment, it's your legal fees, your MOT, 3%, 4%, 5%, and it adds up. So let's say you want to buy a 500,000 property, right? Without yeah. this HOC, uh, you'll be paying 25,000, 30,000 in cash to upfront up yeah. and MOT. So with the HOC, now the government completely waive off this, this, uh, this, this MOT. I yeah. see. So in a certain way, right, you think about it, which country in the world uh, can you buy a house with just 500 ringgit? There isn't any. If you think about it, you ever giving me a t- you ever giving me a chance to think yet? I'm trying to think really you hard. Go to Singapore, you go to Southeast Asia. You Don't talk about Japan. Singapore, lah. Singapore them kiasu. They never get you like get exactly property for five hundred. <laughs> you go die lah. You um, right. let's see. Um, um, yeah, anybody can do their research at home, but Malaysia is the only place where if you just 500 ringgit, right, book a house that you like. Really? And you just pay installment. Mm. Is this true, Sean? Yes. Really? That's yep. why it's it's a privilege. Like every time, right? Like when it's National Day, I feel so proud. Because like, we can buy freehold. Oh, yeah, exactly. Even East Malaysia cannot buy freehold. Yes. East Malaysia cannot buy freehold? There's no freehold. They have so much land. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Uh, okay, 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 all right. So, so, so yeah. So, like, land matters, uh, if you were to really know, like, our Malaysian land matters are very sophisticated. Okay. We use torrent system and things like that, but that one will bore everybody. But then, the, the, the truth of the matter is, like, even the government is encouraging home ownership. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so like, because uh, the construction is one of the main place where they inject money if they want to boost up the economy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when people buy houses, they get to construct roads, they get to construct things. Then when people buy and sell, they get taxes. Got it. So that's how they make money. Yeah. Mm, so like now, especially in this kind of crisis, right, they want to recover. They will need to go through all this. Right. So, okay. So back to this whole uh, offer that Marcin's giving, you get payment free up to four years. It means what? You don't pay anything for four years. Yep. So it depends on uh, what year the project is completed. So if you're going for the newer projects, the MRE stuff, because it's only completing in 2023. Yep. Right. The, the good thing is that you don't need to pay anything until you collect your keys. All right. So like I mentioned at the time, especially due to this COVID, right? You know, there's a lot of outstation people from Johor, Bera, Kelantan, Pahang, they're coming to KL to work. Yeah. So they are paying rent at the moment. So for these people, it's an absolute uh, great deal to have. But you can pay your, your rent now. Don't pay anything. You can uh, choose your own home. Just pay 500 ringgit, get your loan approved. And only when you move in, then you start paying your installment. So we actually want to actually uh, take away their burden of paying installment and rental at the same time. So what, the installment yep. of what interest and everything? Yep. yep, construction interest. Construction interest. Oh, okay. So yep. what happens if this home is already finished? Do you get the four years payment free? Uh, no, I mean, if you are buying a project that is uh, completing this year, like yeah. M, M Centura, then definitely you will start paying uh, immediately your installment. Okay, got it. Yep. Okay, so uh, let's say, for example, if you're buying a property that is the two years down the road, so the two years you won't have to pay anything. Yeah. So basically you don't pay anything until you collect your keys. Down payment, no. Uh, down payment only 500 ringgit. 500 ringgit, okay. Yeah. Uh, lo- this, lawyer I, fee. I must, I must shout this out that this is a Maybank house key uh, scheme that Maybank, you know, uh, work with the government to actually implement this scheme to let people get houses the easier way. Right. Yeah. So, so it's okay. only for Maybank house key. Yeah. Lawyer fee, no. Long. Uh, what other what other fee? Don't need to think about anything. Just five hundred ringgit. Sure not. Yes, yes. What other Sure. What other fee? Lawyer fee. A lot. Valuation fee. Valuation fee. Um, bank. Uh, what administration fee? Uh, intro <laughs> intro free friend fee. Oh yeah yeah no. <laughs> so wait what? Okay wait. So this this uh my M Marissa. I'm sure you have other projects. How okay? Yep. What's the price ah uh, from what uh? For two beta is around three hundred eighty to four hundred thirty. Two hundred lah. I take today. <laughs> Can. No problem. I think I told my boss then they can actually do more campaigns. 200, I take a few. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 210, 210 I think now. Can, no problem. And you'll see actually uh, uh, Jim has been actually fired from the company. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it's, it's, three, it's, it's two bedroom is around 380 420. If you think about it, it's freehold. Okay. Five kilometers from KL City Center. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, pretty good deal. And like what Sean mentioned, we, we did our research as well because I love property as well. Mm-hmm. There's no other countries, right, that you can buy a property for just 500 ringgit. Yeah, heard Free that, heard that, heard that, Singapore. Home. Heard yeah. that, huh? Heard that? <laughs> heard that, USA? Master, uh, come buy property, help us boost our economy. We need all the help we can get right now, you know? Yeah. So, okay, uh, I'm just going to say this one more time. Mustang is giving you a last chance to own a home with payment free up to four years. I think Jim just actually... Uh, uh, I can explain the, the the many many things that you need to pay in order to get your home. Uh, obviously, you pay five hundred ringgit uh, as a booking fee, and you know once your loan is approved, everything is all done, and you only start paying once. Your, I mean, it's good. Like if you're actually, I thought I did this way. You know, when I bought my property, right? Mm, I yeah. remember I didn't have to pay anything for three years because they had some DIBS to yes, me. So for me, it's like, oh, in these three years, I'm going to accumulate as much as I can, mm. so I can, you know, it it, it yep. helps eases my burden. So that 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 was my strategy. Yep. So I, I had like a separate fund where I put money in so that when the house was done, right. Uh, you know, I could use that to also start paying my loan, and then you know yep. slowly build the the whole mountain of cash. Mm. Um, if you want to visit more, uh, you want to visit uh, or you want more information, visit masing.com dot my slash come home to Masay Chewa. So so homie, yeah. yeah. But thank you so much, guys, for your time today. Thank uh, you. I, sure. I hope uh, for those of you listening, um, you kind of basically took away a thing or two. If you are especially 
looking for a place to make your own. Or if you're currently renting and you're in transition to think that, oh, you know, I have this extra bit of cash because of my promotion. Should I buy or should I rent a nicer place? Mm. So hopefully this answers all your questions. Lah. I like doing property uh, property uh, oh. podcasts. Mm. Makes me feel rich when I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm just waiting for Marcin to give me that offer, you know. Should I work something up with my boss? Yeah, uh, I heard Icon City is a nice place to have an office. Thank you. <laughs> 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 I was just there to do a few things. So anyways, um, if you guys want more, more information, we'll leave a link in the description box. We will also uh, leave a link in our podcast episodes. I'm just going to say it one more time. www.masing.com dot my slash come home to Marcin. before we go Sean you want to say anything uh, start investing <laughs> okay yes mister like shop for five houses over the weekend <laughs> yeah but true it's, it's, it's really good advice yep. to start investing start small people always think that oh must buy a mansion so that the returns will be better yeah. that's never the case alright uh, again before we go any last words I know thank you so much and uh, yep come home to Marcin. I thought he was going to do another sales speech, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, thank you so much, guys. Thank we will so speak Pleasure. to you guys next time. <laughs>